This is the Business English Podcast, Episode 22, Do You Work Like a Dog? The Reason Behind the American Business Work Ethic. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Good morning, Michelle. Happy Monday. How are you doing today? <laughs> good morning, Lindsay. I'm good. How are you? I am good. And Michelle, I want to start with a question for you today. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here's the question, Michelle. Do you work like a dog? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, Lindsay. Um, sometimes, yes, I definitely, sometimes I work like a dog. I have a lot of stuff to do. Um get very busy and uh but you know it's good it's good to be busy how about you mm, well yeah i was gonna say michelle i think you're a h- really hard worker and i think that's good like I, I find a lot of merit in in a good solid work ethic you know it's kind of an it's a bit it's i i feel like in some ways it's becoming a bit of an old-fashioned thing unfortunately mm. but i still think that a good solid work ethic is the only way we can become successful in life and get good things done but yeah what do you well, think thank you i think you're a hard worker too definitely yeah, I, do. I work really hard, but I love my work. So that's the important thing. That's why we want to choose something that we love. And we talk about that on this show all of the time. Right, Michelle? Right. Right. Yeah. It's really important that, you know, you feel good about work. It's 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 hard to find something that you feel that good about. And sometimes, you know, you may not be able to do what you really, really want to do. But if you can try as hard as you can, that's the best, I think. Yeah. I mean, there are certain realities around the world and we realize like it's not easy for everyone to immediately get into a position or a job that they love. But I think that we can still always be striving towards a better a career life that really fulfills us, you know, and, yeah. you know, we change as people as we get older and we have to recognize that maybe our interests change. So but today, Michelle, we're talking about this concept of the idea that Americans live to work. Do you think mm. that's true? I think so. What do you think? I, mm. I definitely have found that. Well, I've had this conversation with a lot of my European students, especially mm-hmm. Western European students. And they always say Americans live to work. And in other parts of the world, we work to they, live, right? <laughs> yeah, we work to live. Yeah. I remember when I went to study abroad in London, actually, and I was doing an internship. And I remember one of the first things I never forgot it from our internship course, we had a course as well. And mm-hmm. they said they put up a like a quote on the board that, that you know said, American Americans live to work and I don't know if it was Europeans or the rest of the world. I don't know, but work to live. And yeah. I remember I, that really um, stuck with me. I, I never forgot that one. So I know it's true. Well, and and I think everyone has a different opinion about this. I don't think either way is right or wrong. You know, that's not mm-hmm. what we're here today to say. It's just that it's really interesting to tease out our, our thoughts on this. And I think it comes back to these basic kind of uh, psychological differences across cultures, right? There are some different 
cultural ways of looking at life and looking at the world. And it comes back to this sense of where is our control, right? In our mm. mind, do we have an external idea of control or an internal idea of control, right? So what does that even mean, right? <laughs> that sounds really funky. Yeah, I was really going to ask you that. That's very <laughs> profound. I what does that mean? I had to wrap my head around that one. Can you yeah, explain more? Well, I mean, it's really interesting. So we talked about this a little bit in my graduate program on uh, intercultural communication and the Pew Research Center, which we we cite a lot on this show, did a little research and they found that 57% of Americans disagreed with the sa- this following statement. Success in life is pretty much determined by forces outside of our control. So that means that a higher percentage than most, that, that is actually a higher percentage than most nations. And it's far above the global average, which is 38%, right? Hmm, so what does yeah. that mean, Michelle? I mean, that, what, where do Americans think success is, success starts? Right. So it means that, you know, we, be, uh, Americans believe that it's in our control to be successful, right, Lindsay? Right. So if you believe that, what are you going to do? You're going to work for it. Exactly. I think that that's a really (laughs) important thing to think. And again, it's so hard to talk about American culture because it's such a huge culture. Everyone is coming in from different parts of the world, immigrating here. Our families are from different parts of the world. We get messages in different ways. But again, this is a, a, you know, it's a research study and they've looked at the real numbers and there are some numbers behind this. So I think that's really interesting. I mean, what about you when you were growing up, Michelle? What was the um, message that you got from your parents in terms of hard work? Yeah, well, my my parents uh, both they both work really really hard, um, mm. and so I definitely grew up with this mindset of well, that's gonna be me too, right? So I think that yeah. they definitely gave me a good work ethic, um, but they definitely also believe in you know taking some time to travel and take vacations and to relax. But definitely, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely hard work. What about you, Lindsay? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, as I've said on this show before, my both my brother and my dad, are, they're both entrepreneurs. Um, my dad has an optometry business and my brother has uh, owns a bar and he's also been a DJ. He's had a DJ business. Wow. He had a DJ business when he was like 15. He bought these oh, big so cool. speakers and started DJing weddings, like adult weddings oh, when he was God. 15. So, you know, he, I think it was really in our upbringing. My dad used to say to me when I was seven, he would always say things like, be your own boss. Be your own boss. Don't work for anyone. He was saying that to me when I was seven or eight. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And so I saw him working hard. But anyways, I want to go back to one more statistic just to go just to ground this in something. You know what I mean? Because yeah. otherwise, we're just throwing out our own ideas. But here's a quote from this survey. It says, true to the stereotype, surveys show that Americans are more likely to believe that hard work pays off. When asked on a scale of zero to 10 about how important working hard is to getting ahead in life, 73% of Americans said it was a 10. Wow, that's really high, isn't it? Or very important (laughs) compared with the global medium of 50% among the 44 countries that were surveyed. So, but I mean, you know, there are other barriers to this, right? Around the world, there are certain things that may cause us to feel like success is not in our control. Like what could some of those be, Michelle? What do you think? Uh, that success is not in our control. Yeah, exactly. I mean, things like corruption, right? Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, what class you're in, right? Right, class differences. And that still exists here. And I think in certain countries, like moving through the classes is, you know, is easier or harder. I mean, and there's racism, there's prejudice, there's homophobia. There are real things out in the world, both in the U.S. and in the world that might cause us to feel like we don't have a chance at success. So we're not going to work for it. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> deep. This is deep, Lindsay. I think it's interesting. I can't yeah, help but go deep. It's definitely interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Like in life, I I like to look below the surface, right? If we're always just living on the surface, what's the point, right? We got to look right. at why we're doing things and examine yeah. our our behaviors, the way we look yeah. at the world. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love learning about this. You know the. Yeah, exactly. Behaviors of different people and why. I know it's very, uh, you know, we should have studied psychology. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did an undergrad in psych. What did you oh, study? Well, there in, you go. What did you study, Michelle, in your undergraduate degree? I studied theater. <laughs> oh, perfect. We are a great combination. <laughs> there you go. But I always found psychology to be so interesting. Like, I wish I had taken some courses in that. Yeah. Well, the other thing they say about psychology is the kind of major for people who don't want to decide. It's, <laughs> you know, it's the major, the default major in colleges in the U.S. for people who don't know what they want to do. They just go That's into psychology funny. because psychology is present in everything in our lives. Right. Right. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, a lot of places you can go with that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. So last week, Michelle, we talked a little bit about gun violence in the U.S. Remember that episode? Uh-huh. Yeah. And we talked about how the word gun or these concepts of guns are present in our language. So I want to do that again for this word of work and the concept of work. Let's talk about how we use it in our language in American English. So we, okay. we introduced one of the phrases when we started today. What was it, Michelle? I asked you. Oh, you said, do you work like a dog? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's a real phrase that we use, isn't it? I mean, do you use this phrase? Yeah, definitely. It makes me think of the Beatles song, right? A Hard Day's Night. No, I don't know that. Well, when do Lindsay. they say? Oh, what do they say? Is there a line like it's work like a dog? It's been a hard day's night and I've been working like a dog. Oh, so cool. I love it. I love it. You know the Beatles well. I'm not so familiar with the Beatles. Oh, you got to listen. I know. I have to. And so another one is to work yourself into the ground. Whoa. Yeah. That one's, not, that one's depressing. It's a little bit depressing. But I don't, know. I don't, I don't think... I think it just depends on what you're working for. Again, it goes back to... And the other thing is that in this culture, I mean, the whole narrative in the culture is that the, the culture is waving like this carrot in front of us and saying, oh, uh -huh. you could you could reach this level if you did this, you know, right, and, right. and whether that's true or whether it's not true, a lot of people keep, you know, they envision themselves kind of, we have this expression, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You know that right. one? Uh, yeah, I don't say that one really, but I've no I know it. Mm -hmm. I mean, my yeah. dad was born into a lower middle class family. Mm. I mean, his dad worked on the streets. He drilled the streets as a like a, a construction man. Uh -huh. And he worked himself up to wow. more of an upper middle class family, like building up a business. Wow. And that's wow. a good example. But he's he's a white man, a man and mm -hmm. white. I mean, there are real issues of even, you know, sexism. Oh, yeah. Um, classism. You know, races. I mean, so I don't want to deny that there aren't issues, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting. So what's another idiom, Michelle, that we use? Okay, uh, there's one. This one's cute. Working hard or hardly working? Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Why I did? Like that. Yeah, yeah. That's funny, right? Why did you say working instead of working? 
Cause it's kind of, you know, it's a, it's a cute way. It's a, a more casual way of saying it. And mm-hmm. it's kind of a cutesy phrase. What do you think? Yeah, it's cutesy. I mean, casual is definitely when we drop that G on a lot of verbs, our listeners probably know because they're at this upper intermediate level. It just it's a way of making it sound casual and fun. Are you working hard or hardly working? (laughs) Yeah, it makes me think of have you heard of work hard to play hard? Yeah, yeah. Work hard and play hard. Yeah, 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 sure. Definitely. Is that what you do, Michelle? Are you a work hard, play hard type? (laughs) I uh, No, I'm not really a play. I mean, it depends what you mean by play hard. I mean, all work and no play. Right. That's from um, Silence of the Lamb. No, it's not Silence of the Lambs. That's from. um, Oh, what is that movie with Jack Nicholson about the hotel? He was crazy. Oh, oh, oh. God. Oh, geez. Forgot it. Well, we'll have to get get that on the blog. So, guys, you can come back to our blog and we'll try to cite that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The Shining. Oh, the, shining the, shining. the Shining. Yes. The Shining. Oh, whoa. Did we both remember that at the exact same time? We did. We did. That's that a was, classic that horror movie. Yeah. Here's another <laughs> one, Michelle. Are you ready? To buckle down. That's okay. a nice... Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about this that? This one is common, I think. Is really common. You need to buckle down, right? Your exam, your IELTS exam is coming. I'm sure some of our listeners, <laughs> that yeah. will ring true for them. It's time to buckle down, get into a good system, right? And, you know, get like ready be for the exam. And be disciplined. Yeah, it's a nice mm-hmm. phrasal verb there. Buckle down. Doesn't make any sense, logically. I know. I'm thinking about that. Like, what does that mean? Like, Right, because we buckle, right? What does that yeah, verb we're mean? Like strapping ourselves to... When you buckle, you're like closing your jacket, right? You're you're buckling your jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but fine. Another one that I like (laughs) is when you're on a team. Michelle, have you ever been on a team where someone wasn't pulling their weight? I think everyone has been in that situation. But what about you? Well, especially if you've been to graduate school, because in graduate (laughs) school these days, they put you in groups all the time. And there's always someone who, oh, my God, I have a full time job. Well, everyone has a full time job in graduate school. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's always someone who can't do the work for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to sound bitter. So the expression expression there is to pull your own weight, right? Okay. All right. So let's practice. Let's have a conversation. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. So, Michelle, are you still working on our episode planning for next week? Gosh, you've been working yourself into the ground lately. I mean, what's up? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I have kind of been working like a dog, but I feel like now that we're getting into 2016, I need to buckle down, right? <laughs> I mean, we have a lot of goals for All Ears English this year. I mean, everyone on the team needs to pull their own weight, but I feel like you're going overboard, Michelle. Come on, take the weekend off and we'll get back to brainstorming on Monday. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Lindsay. (laughs) Good. Yeah. It's important to take the weekend off, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have some time. Yeah. So, I mean, this has been an interesting episode and I think that there'll be a lot of comments from our listeners. Guys, I would love to know what you think personally. You know, do you think that success is inside our control or is it outside our control? You know, let us know. Come back to our blog. Come back to allearsenglish.com. Type in 450. Go into the comments and leave us a comment. Let us know your work ethic. Do you work like a dog? Do you think that you can become successful if you work hard or are there other things that are preventing your success? Let us know. We want to know. Let's have a conversation about this. Yes, please. Yeah, I'm really interested to hear what you guys have to say. I know. Sounds good. All right, Michelle, (laughs) let's wrap it up for today. I'll see you back here tomorrow. All right. See you, Lindsay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? 
don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now. So I I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.